is now on the air. You internet radio show making a world a better place one show at a time the george water jr show is now on the air take it away dad all right thank you denver for that excuse me in my throat (laughs) all right Welcome to the show once again, folks. Welcome to the show. It is bright and sunny in the city of Chicago. I mean, it is. I'm in my studio here, and I have this great big old window in front of me. I know you can't see it. A lot of people say, George, why don't you go on YouTube like so many other podcasters? I don't think I... I it, it, it could be in future plans, but not now. But anyway, let me get back to the weather. It is so beautiful. They're talking about 90s, I believe, by Friday. Yeah, 90s. At the uh, uh, broadcasting of this show on this particular date, they're talking about 90s, you know, uh, two days from now from this particular date of the show. I know that once the show is over, it will be podcasted. And you might say, well, you know, but you have to think about when the show was actually recorded and downloaded. So, uh, but it's beautiful outside. It is totally beautiful. And uh, I was telling, (laughs) I was telling uh, someone that if I wasn't if I wasn't doing the show, uh, that I would probably be out there on the lake with them, with everybody else, you know, having a great time, you know, lovers and you know, <laughs> boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, things like that. All right, Don Allison and commentary on the George Wilder Jr. show. It is so gorgeous outside. I feel like dropping this mic and just going over and jumping in the lake. George, we wish you would jump in the lake. All right. Um, what we got? Republican uh, Representative Steve K. 
King promotes well-known neo-Nazi on Twitter. The Republicans just, I mean, these people are just uh, phenomenally stupid. I mean, he, this the Republicans, as I've said weeks, weeks ago on the show, they are a mob. They are racist. They are white supremacists. They are neo-Nazi all over the place. And uh, corruption galore. Corruption uh, running out at the seams uh, in Washington. Uh, it, it's just awful. And these people are getting away with it. The Republicans are so afraid of Trump, it's a damn shame. I mean, they're, they are, as I was saying yesterday, it's not the Republican Party anymore. It's Trump's party. But Trump's party will be voted out of office uh, uh, comes November, this November. 2018. But still in all, I mean, the, the Republicans can't quit. They are representing, they're not representing the people who put their asses in office. They're representing, they're kissing Donald Trump's ass. And they don't care what their constituency do. They don't care what the people say. They don't care what the people want. The people voted for them, gave these fucks their jobs. And yet they're kissing Donald Trump's ass every second of the day. They're standing in line waiting to kiss his ass. The hell with what the people want. The hell with what the people want who put their asses in office and gave them their big salary, gave them the greatest health care in the world. They're turning around and fucking over the people who gave them their jobs just to kiss Donald Trump's ass and to bow down to him as if he's some kind of king. I know some people disagree with that. I don't care. You got your own interpretation of what's going on, what's going on in Washington? I have mine. And as I've said on social media, we have to, we the people, we have to speak out. We have to uh, say something. I know the midterms are months, months away, but we have to show uh, uh, solidarity. We have to stay strong. Uh, this shit that's happening right now can get anybody down. It gets me down sometimes, but I know better not to not to stay down, not to wallow in the muck for so long. Because if you wallow in the muck for so long, Republicans are going to come and kick you further down into the muck. Because this is what Republicans want. They want to see you depressed. They want to make you seem as if life is uh, overwhelming, so they can. Uh, you know, hurt you more. And this is why I try to encourage people to stay up, stay positive, stay strong, speak out. You can't be silent on this. Uh, well, I'm just going to sit around and wait till the midterms and vote them out. You I mean, you can do that, but at least uh, make your voice heard, make your voice known, because the Republicans, there's no doubt about it, these people are trying to... Uh, um, silence our voices. They're, and they are trying to silence our voices. As I speak, as I said yesterday on the show, they are working overtime to try to keep you from voting, suppress the vote. Donald Trump got his goons out there trying to figure out a way to keep you from voting. You can't be silent. You've got to say, you have to speak up. I mean, I think we have in a leader a well-known leader, I think it's Robert De Niro. 
Not because he just said fuck Trump twice at the Tony Awards the other day. Can't stand Trump. He doesn't want to see America fall. He's trying to help save America. I am too. So I'm, if he's, if he's the next great leader of the United States, then so be it. Against what's going on in Washington. I'm with him because I am too. I love it when people speak out. I love it when people speak their minds. I love, love it when people do not hold back. Uh, I, and I love it when folks do not try to sugarcoat their words or sugarcoat their, their meaning of what they're trying to say. Just come out and just say it like Robert De Niro, like I do on my show or when I'm posting online. I come out and say it. I don't sugarcoat it. But so many people try to be so statesman-like when they're trying to talk. Bullshit. Trump is a dummy. You have to come down to his level. The dumb, uh, uh, Betty DeVos is stupid. You got to come down to their level. These people don't know what the fuck they're doing. And one of the reasons why these people are in the cabinet is, for, is to destroy those programs or cut them or just eliminate them altogether. This is what the, the goons and Trump administration is all about. And when you're talking about separating children from their mothers and then throwing them in a cage or some federal prison, that's loony. That's loony. Who does that? Donald Trump, Jeff Sessions. Separating children from their immigrant parents. And some of the, I'm hearing and reading that some of those kids, some of those parents who have been separated from their, uh, from each other, they can't find each other now. They don't know where each other is. This is just horrible. This is what the United States is doing. Is this what the United States is about? Separating, and as I'm speaking now, they're still separating um, uh, small children from their immigrant parents, and they're doing it in a then they're doing it in a way using Gestapo tactics. Uh, this is horrible. And uh, I was reading somewhere where Diane Feinstein is trying to come up with a bill to prevent uh, things like this from happening. But you have to understand one thing: Diane Feinstein is a Democrat. Democrats do not control one iota of anything in Washington. The Republicans control it all. She can come up. I mean, that's a fine gesture. I mean, maybe she can use it probably when the Democrats take over in November because the Republicans, they're not going to bring it to the floor. And as long as Donald Trump is president, he's still going to have executive power. And basically, this is all he's doing. He's just using his executive power to destroy America and then blame the Democrats for it. He does something stupid and dumb, and then he blames the Democrats for what he does. Well, I did it because the Democrats. It's crazy. It's always a blame game. It's always Hillary. I'm hearing they're still trying to investigate Hillary. This, this is just madness what's going on. It's total, total corruption. And I am totally on the side of Robert De Niro because we need a leader out here. We need somebody who's on our side. We need somebody who's going to say the things that we're thinking. 
about saying. We, I mean, you know, I'm on the radio every day, almost every day, and I'm always bitching about Donald Trump. I, I don't sugarcoat my words. I don't say. I say what I think. I say what I feel. I say what I want. Nobody's going to take my job away from me if I say fuck Trump. Nobody's going to do anything to me or say anything to me if I say Trump is the worst in the United States of America. Now, some people might lose their jobs if they say something like that. So I advise you not to say it. But, but we have to speak out. We cannot be quiet. We cannot be quiet. This is our country. The assholes in Washington, they are crooks, criminals, traitors, you name it. Uh, I mean, you even got people, high-powered people in the media saying that Trump is disgusting. Not just actor Robert De Niro, which I do love. I love him because he, he's on the ball. You got too many people out here who will, who will not say a damn thing. Barack Obama will not say anything. He will not come out against Donald Trump. He's just as scared as Donald Trump as the Republicans are. And I, I, don't, I don't, don't care what people say. Every now and then, uh, Bernie Sanders will say something, but we need a steady voice out here. Every now and then, Clinton will say something, but they will not say things like, fuck Trump. That's what needs to be said. Fuck Trump. Because Trump is saying, fuck America. Trump is saying, fuck the American people. This is why we come back at him and say, fuck Trump. Remember when he called the NFL players a bunch of son of a bitches? Get that son of a bitch out. It opened up a new can of beans for fuck Trump. And Obama and a lot of people are saying Obama's got to, if he wants to do something to help save America, he's got to stop being above it all. He has to stop thinking that uh, he's high above. He, he's not going to take the low road. He's going to take the high road. That's bullshit. When you're in a fight, you have to be a fighter or you're going to lose. But a lot of people out there uh, love Obama, and they're saying that he's the best president. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was a lot better than Donald Trump. I think George Bush was a lot better than Donald Trump. I think every president there were was a lot fucking better than Donald Trump. But this is America, and we're sinking lower and lower and lower. And the Republicans aren't doing a damn thing, but standing in line to keep to kiss Donald Trump's feet. We have to speak out. We got to stop being shy. You have to stop being gullible. I don't know anything about politics. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. I, I can't do that kind of stuff. I, I just want to sit here and write my sex books. I don't know anything about it. I don't know nothing about it. But I know Donald Trump. I, I don't like him, but but I'm just sitting here waiting to waiting for to uh, to vote. You can't just sit there and wait to vote. You got to use your voice. You got to say something. You got a computer. You have a computer. You have a phone. You you have access to the internet. Uh, if you can't get out, I mean, hey, post your feelings and and do not hold back and send that shit straight to Congress. Send it straight to your representative. And if you need to call your senator, the, the number is two two zero two 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 five three one two. Two, oh two, two two five three one, 
to one. Okay. All right. But I'll tell you something. It might be a waste of time because these these guys and girls they're too busy licking the boots of Trump to figure to to take your call. I know a lot of the constituency around America right now is saying, "Well, yeah, I'm gonna vote you out. I'm gonna vote you out." They know it. That's why a lot of them are quitting, walking away from their uh, uh, political job because they know you're gonna vote. They, they're not gonna give you a chance to vote them out. So they're going to quit. And, I'll, <laughs> and I've been saying, don't ever vote Republican. If you voted Republican in your, in your life, stop. Stop. The Republicans, they do not represent you. They do not represent America. Matter of fact, they can't even lead. Can you name one leadership position that they've taken no, it's been everything has been about hurting America. They're leading all right. They're leading America right down the fucking sewer. And we cannot stand by, sit down, lay down, and do nothing and wait for the midterms. Everybody is seeming like they're patiently waiting on the midterms. You have to start doing something now. Because as I just got through saying, the Republicans are working overtime to try to suppress you, uh, to keep you from voting. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they, uh, they're shenanigans no matter how much they try to cheat because cheating is the only way they can win. This is why they cheat because they know it's the only way they have to win. They want to stay in power. They want to keep their foot on the back of your necks. So they're going to try to suppress the vote. And also, folks, uh, when you're picking your candidates, make sure you vet them. Make sure you know who they are. Don't pick a candidate because they're cute or they sound good or they kissed your baby or they say they're going to do everything for you. You better vet them. Uh, check out their background. <laughs> you got to do everything because uh, it can be a little bit tricky. Because you, you're going to have, as in every election, you're going to have Republicans running as Democrats. They're going to disguise themselves as Democrats. Be on the alert. That's going to happen. Because they're going to run as Democrats because they know they will not be able to win or garner enough votes to win as a Republican. This is the George Wilder Jr. Show giving you all of this advice about vetting people you put in office. Do not vote for somebody just because they're calling themselves a Democrat or an independent. Do your homework. Do your diligence homework because you don't want to put somebody in there that's going to be licking at Donald Trump's feet. You want to get somebody in there that's going to fight to help to kick his ass out of our White House. That's what you're going to be doing. So if you're going to be picking candidates, I'm going to be talking about this stuff all the way up to the midterms, folks. So uh, make sure you keep it right here to George Wilder Jr. Show. Um, I mean, every podcast and every uh, link to what my radio shows or podcast, I'm talking about some of the same things. You can listen to some of those shows and it's, it'll sound like it's live. It'll sound like 
it's it's uh, being recorded right then and there. But that's because the shows are fresh and good and and uh, timely. So, um, yeah, uh, vet your uh, just like this guy here, Republican Steve King. If somebody would have vetted him, he wouldn't be in office right now talking about neo-Nazi. You know, so you really, really have to do your homework. You just can't vote for somebody because I'm a Democrat. All right, we're going to vote for you. <laughs> you can't do that because, you know, you never know what these people are. Okay, it says here I'm reading, uh, Representative Steve King of Iowa retweeted a British neo-Nazi on Tuesday. The latest in a series of incidents in which the Congress congressman has parroted or promoted the views of unabashed white supremacists and other bigots. Well, why is he doing it? Because he's a white supremacist and a bigot. That's what we have in Congress. That's what we have in the White House. We have to clean it out, folks. We have to clean out the White House. We have to clean out Congress. We have to do a good job of it. They're going to try and stop you. They're going to try to suppress the vote. But I, I do believe that there's going to be so many people coming out to vote. There's going to be, I mean, treasure troves of people coming out to vote that the little cheating that the Republicans try to do or will do will not work because there'll be so many people. I mean, you're talking about a tsunami, a blue wave. It's coming. It's coming. I mean, the Republicans like Paul Ryan and Turtle Face McConnell, they're thinking that they're acting as if the blue wave is just a joke. That is nonsense with their goofy looking asses. They act as if it's just nonsense that it ain't going to happen. Who the hell are they to say it's not going to happen? They're just a couple of pricks who are corrupt. So, I mean, do not listen to these type of people. They're there to bring you down, to keep you down, to keep you depressed, keep you thinking that Donald Trump is going to win in 2020. He's going to win a damn thing. Too many Republicans can't stand him. But the, that's the thing. Republicans can't stand him but they will not do anything about him. They know he's breaking the law. Every fucking law there is to be broken, he's breaking. But they will not do anything about him. They're afraid. They're scared. They're kissing his ass. They're looking up, to, looking up at him like he's some fucking king or a dictator. Donald Trump can never be a dictator. He may want to be or try to be or ha show some signs of being a dictator, but he could never be a real, true, full-fledged dictator because he's too stupid. He's too dumb. He's too ignorant. The world is laughing at him. America will not have it. He's just another, he's just another guy from the streets who conned, him, conned himself into the White House. That's all he, he He's a snake oil salesman. He, he, he should be selling watches on the street corner somewhere. Yet he's, you know, doing all of this, embarrassing us overseas, embarrassing us around the country. Robert De Niro has to go and apologize to some of these world leaders uh, uh, 
for Trump's behavior and bizarre actions and, and stupidity. Americans are apologizing for this guy. But I'm going to say this again. I, I, I am so glad that we have Robert De Niro on our side. This is his country, too. Robert De Niro, the actor, Robert De Niro is a uh, American. And I, I have a feeling because of Robert De Niro getting, in, getting into the fight to try to take back America, I think um, the rest of Hollywood would try to do that also. He's leading the way. We have to follow. Well, we don't have to follow, but we can, we can lead right along with him. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's all about, being a leader. No one likes a follower. We have to lead ourselves sometimes. Sometimes everybody was just hoping that Obama would come out and be another Malcolm X or another Martin Luther King. The guy will, it's not going to happen because he thinks he's above it all. He thinks he's doing the right thing by staying out of the fray. He's not. His people are in trouble. America is in trouble. We need all hands on deck. But Obama, he'd rather go hide under the bed or hide under his wife's skirt and let this shit happen because he thinks he's so above it all. Yes, I do think he was a better president than Donald Trump. Of course. Am I in love with Obama? No. Am I in, you know, any president? No. Because I, because the eight years of Obama, I wasn't that... A lot of blacks weren't that satisfied for, for Obama either. But when you compare Obama to <laughs> uh, Donald Trump, I mean, Obama was the greatest president ever. And, but, uh, you know, that's, that's just some people thinking that way. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. And we are in Chicago, broadcasting out of Chicago. It is so beautiful. It's so great. If I wasn't on the radio we will be in the park right now near the lake. <laughs> but I knew I had to do this today. So I say, oh, I got to go on the radio. And it, it, folks, I love, I love what I'm doing. I really do. I, stay right there. I'm gonna, we're going to take a, a little bitty break, a musical break, and we will be right back. And then we will go to the phone.
we're back, folks. <laughs> I'm still looking at this article. But anyway. Hi, you're on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Go right ahead. Broadcasting live out of the city of Chicago. Where are you calling from? Hello there. Well, this is Don Allison. I'm uh, yeah. scheduled to be your guest tonight. Yeah, I know. I've I seen you call in uh, uh, <laughs> a few times earlier. And uh, where are you calling from? Well, I'm from Bryan, Ohio. Not terribly far okay. from you, actually, way up in the northwest yeah. corner of Ohio. Uh-huh. All right, everybody, Don Allenson on the George Wilder Jr. Show. And it says here you're going to be talking about ghosts? Um, yeah, I can talk about ghosts. Uh, I talk about <laughs> a lot of things, but my latest book deals with ghosts, as a matter of fact. Okay. All righty. Okay. Uh, give us a little bit of your bio and then get into your book. Okay. Well, I'm a longtime journalist. I started uh, doing sports for my weekly hometown paper when I was in high school over 40 years ago. I've been a daily newspaper journalist for um, nearly 40 years, um, was news editor of the Daily Bryan Times. I'm semi-retired now and uh, the senior editor, do some special projects and job coaching. But I also do um, historical works, local, regional history, and Civil War history. And my latest book is called I Met a Ghost at Gettysburg, A Journalist's Journey into the Paranormal. Oh, wow, that sounds interesting. That sounds interesting. Um, is this your first book? It's your latest book. So how many books have you That's done so far? That's my latest. Yeah, it's yeah. my latest book. Boy, I'm not sure how many I've done. I've written a number myself. My wife and mm. I have a small publishing house, Faded Band yeah. Publications. We do publish some other people's works as well. Okay. So what do you want to tell people about your book? Well, I'm uh, really a former skeptic when it came to the paranormal. I didn't even believe my yeah. own grandmother uh, when she told me <laughs> about living in a haunted house. I just thought she was living in Louisiana at the time, and I didn't tell her. She was a sweet, wonderful lady, but uh, I didn't tell her, but I thought maybe she had a little bit too much Cajun food before she went to bed. But uh, now I believe her stories. My wife and I purchased an 1830s house several years ago, and as we started working on the renovation that was in very rough shape, we um, started having a number of strange occurrences. Wow. And, and it's like we would hear footsteps um, plain as day when nobody was there, a lot of electronic things, lights would uh, turn on and off, radios would come on and off, change stations by themselves. Um, one of the spirits or energies or whatever you would like to call it um, likes to switch the uh, radio station. will turn on a radio and switch it <laughs> to a Cleveland Indians game. Ooh, I'm getting scared. So that that doesn't go <laughs> real well with me. But just have to laugh. It's it's not a yeah. it's not a frightening thing. It's not a scary thing. But it's very unusual. Yeah, it's very unusual. Uh, you know because uh, you know. Uh, the argument could be made that, you know, it's the next door neighbor or something or the cat or something. But it uh, sounds like a movie. It sounds like, sounds like a movie I saw back in the day, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, it, it has to be interesting. I mean, uh, I'm I'm up for anything. I mean, you know, ghosts, you know, 
Um, so how is the book doing? How, how are people reacting to it? Um, well, I'll tell you, I had a lot of trepidation about writing this mm-hmm. book. Yeah, I wondered, you know, I've been a, a journalist on the same area for a long time. I have a, I feel a good reputation in the community. And for the longest time, I would tell friends and coworkers about the hauntings at the house. And everyone was telling me, you need to write about this. You need to do a book. And I thought, no, people yeah, think yeah. I'm off my rocker. Finally, <laughs> my wife really worked on me. And finally, I did it, especially after I had some strange experiences at Gettysburg, uh, Pennsylvania, the yeah. Civil War battlefield uh-huh. there. Finally, I bit the bullet, did the book. The reception has been incredible. It's been the best uh-huh. single yeah. career move yeah. I've ever made. Yeah. So you're probably thinking of doing another one, right? I'm already working on it. Yes, a follow-up. <laughs> That's It'll be great. Right That's more great. ghosts at Gettysburg. <laughs> yeah. Don, do you have your book with you? Can you read us an excerpt? Sure, I'll be happy to. Actually, I thought what would be good is I can share the prologue with you. Okay, great, whatever. It, it is, it's it's the title, A Voice from the Past. And uh-huh. I'll, I'll continue. I was thrilled, confused, amazed, awed, uncertain. I'll tell you what, my eyes are getting older, so I'm going to take my glasses off here. <laughs> and I'll start yeah, mine over. Too. I was thrilled, confused, amazed, awed, uncertain, a jumbled mass of emotions as I sat cross-legged on the historic Saks-covered bridge near Gettysburg, engaged in a most unbelievable conversation. The question on the tip of my tongue was simple, yet I couldn't quite bring myself to ask it. Sir... Did you die at Gettysburg? The spirit box was emitting static almost continually, words breaking through here and there at first, often garbled and difficult to understand, but coming more quickly and clearly as we went on. How many of you are with us? asked our investigator guide, Destiny. Seven, eight, nine. What year is it? Unintelligible, unintelligible, three. Could this be? As I contemplated that answer, I was speechless. The bloody Battle of Gettysburg took place in July of 1863. Destiny continued the questioning. How old are you? When we received no immediate answer, I chimed in with, What unit were you in? Twenty? Twenty? Immediately I wished I had waited a bit. Was this an answer to Destiny's question about his age or mine regarding his unit? 20. Then, just a few moments later, Captain, my mind was spinning at this point. Here I was, someone who grew up not believing in ghosts, a veteran journalist used to questioning everything, apparently having a conversation with a captain who fought at Gettysburg more than 150 years ago. Was this really possible? Was this some gigantic, wildly ingenious, incredible hoax? Or was this conversation somehow real? And what was it that brought me, a once-died-in-the-wolf paranormal doubter, to this haunted bridge in search of ghosts? Um, Sounds sounds great. Uh, A question. Do you you think that most people actually believe in ghosts? Well, I think a lot of people do, or at least 
mm-hmm. are open to the possibility. I've been looking for my follow-up book. I've been looking into research, and by some accounts, um, three-fourths of Americans believe in some sort of supernatural um, yeah. existence, be it um, ESP or or ghosts or or you know, extraterrestrial beings, you know, lumping all that together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, um, there is something out there. Believe me, we're not alone. Believe me, there is something. I, I, I agree with you on that too. <laughs> I agree very much. The, the world, the universe is too vast not to have something yeah, it out is. there. I mean, you look at the leaves on the trees. You look at the sunshine, the moon. I mean, something has to be happening, you know, um, and. Uh, there probably are some sort of phenomenon out here that we can't see, but we know it's there. And there, there's more and more evidence. I think when I was younger, I had paranormal experiences, but I didn't yeah. either appreciate or understand them, or else I just kind of pushed them away, not wanting to, to experience it, where now I've become rather open to it. And it's very common, even in our house as we sleep. Uh, we live here now. We're, we're winding up the restoration. Finally, we'll hear the footsteps of what sounds like a little girl. Um, Don, you're talking outside you, you, of our of our bedroom. Can you can you speak up a little bit? You know. Oh, certainly. Is that better? Yeah, you're drowning out. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. But yeah, um, yeah, we will actually hear steps around the outside of the bedroom. It sounds like a small mm-hmm. barefoot child, and we have had people see the apparition of a little girl in the house. My wife and I have not seen her, but others have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I had one of those experiences, paranormal uh, experiences, when I was maybe 17 or 18 years old. I dreamed that I... I don't know if it was a dream or not, but I saw myself hover over myself, you know, looking down at myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was, you know, levitated almost up to the ceiling, and, and I was sleeping in a bed, and I was just looking down at myself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah. And I've heard that happen to other people also. Yeah, um, so I don't know I've, what you... I've looked into that. I actually have a, a chapter on dreams in my book. Yeah. And people will actually dream what you just described. Sometimes they will go to other places, like they have traveled maybe to see a relative, and they will describe later what was going on at that time with that relative, and they'll be right on the money. Yeah. I mean, some of these dreams I, I even have today, I mean, I they seem so real and so visual. And and when you wake up, you, you're going, whoa, you know, because a lot of times when we dream, we can't remember our dreams. And then sometimes we can remember them. And, I you know, some that, yeah, they're very vivid. They're very real, not yeah. like a normal dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don Allison on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Can you tell us where we can find this uh, book and the rest yeah, of your stuff it, and the rest of your book? It is uh, 
pretty easily the book. I met a ghost at Gettysburg, okay. a journalist's journey into the paranormal. You can uh, uh-huh. you can pick it up at uh, one of the websites. Uh, the, there's one especially for the book, www.imetaghost.com. Okay. You can order it there at www.fatedbanner.com. You can go on Amazon, you know, any online bookseller. Yeah. You can go into any bookstore. If they don't have it on the shelf, they can order it for you. Yeah, yeah. All right, Don Allison, thank you for sharing that on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Well, you are welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me on. Bye. Bye. All right, Don Allison on the George Wilder Jr. show. That that was a little bit low, folks. I hope you could you uh I hope you uh, could hear that. Put it that way. It was a little bit low, but uh, it was a great interview, I think. You know, ghosts. Um you know, and the George Wilder Jr. show, we talk about anything and everything because <laughs> that's what the show is all about.
All right, I'm looking at a post on Facebook saying that Robert De Niro is a complete idiot. Now, this type of fake news, this type of garbage is being put up by Trump supporters to get you to feel down. Robert De Niro is not an idiot. We all know that and we all disagree with that. So garbage like this posted on Facebook designed to be news uh, is not news. As I was just got through saying, we have to watch what we read, uh, check out thoroughly the people that we deal with because this is awful. And it goes on, I'm gonna delete it. Uh, it goes on to say, this guy is a disgrace. Follow the deplorables report for now. Get out. Yeah, this is put up here by Trump supporters. Toothless, fat, you know, raggedy, hillbillies, dumb, can't read, can't write, but they're supporting a guy that doesn't give a damn about him. And as I as I uh, look at it, uh, oh, it's off now. Let me see if I can't get it back. Uh, Robert De Niro is a great guy, and I hope he doesn't let this garbage that's hitting him uh, deter him from speaking out against uh, the co- corruption in the White House in Congress, because he is right. He is right on the money, and I'm with him uh, 100%, and I hope you guys out there, you guys and girls out there, I'm with him too. Uh, we need a leader. We need somebody who's going to stand up and not be bashful when it comes to taking down this rotten, treasonous administration. Uh, there's more people out there like Robert De Niro. There's no doubt about it, but De Niro has a bigger microphone. He has a bigger, wide range of ways of getting his voice out there, as a lot of us don't. You know, I mean, if you're sitting in a house on your couch, you know, drinking soda or something, and you feel the same way Robert De Niro feels, De Niro is going to be speaking for you because you don't have the microphone that he has, but you guys, uh, everybody is on the same page. And always watch out for people who will try to uh, say things that that are not true. Like Trump supporters putting up things and saying rotten, low-down things and lying shit about Robert De Niro simply because Robert De Niro and the rest of us, and a lot of us, are calling Trump out. We're calling the Republicans in Congress out because they are ass-kissers, proud to be ass-kissers, while we're paying them to do something. They're not going to impeach Trump because they're too busy wanting to kiss his ass and then come back and 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 say things negative things about their own constituency the voters it was the voters who gave them their job we're paying their salary we're not paying them assholes to kiss donald trump's ass but they're doing it we're not paying these assholes not to do their jobs they're doing it we're doing it Because if you think about it, all of these rich white men and some of these uh, representatives in Congress who are Republicans, they're just sitting back doing nothing, collecting a paycheck, collecting a tax cut. 
doing absolutely nothing. Not giving a shit about the people who voted there in, the, in office. Not giving a damn about uh, America. We have to stop being silent. As Robert De Niro said, being silent means being complicit. Are you listening, Obama? Are you listening, Bernie Sanders? Are you listening, Hillary Clinton? Are you listening, the Democratic Party? To be silent and not to say anything and to let this shit go on and on and on and on is wrong. But we got Democrats who are complicit because they're not saying a damn thing. If anybody should say something about all of this, it should be Barack Obama. But as I've said earlier, this man thinks he's too above it all. He wants to take the high road instead of the low road, as if he doesn't live in America. The shit is about to hit the fan. We need every leader out there. We don't need Robert De Niro. We need him. Pardon me. We do need him, but we also need other leaders out there, people with big, giant microphones and can get into all kinds of venues to spread uh, the word that Donald Trump is a creep. He should be thrown out of office. This is not America. We don't take children from their, we don't separate children from their families, throw them in prison or in a cage. We don't do that. But Donald Trump does that. This is why I say every time Donald Trump goes abroad, people are saying he is representing America. Donald Trump does not represent America. Donald Trump represents Donald Trump. That's who he represents. Donald Trump couldn't give two shits about America. Donald Trump is using the White House as a moneymaker, making money, getting rich, putting taxpayer dollars into his accounts. That's what it's about with Donald Trump. He's a businessman. He's not a politician. He finds a way to make money for himself and to make money for those around him. That's why they are so damn corrupt. Donald Trump is paying them. But we cannot be quiet. We cannot be silent. We cannot up. We cannot give up the fight. We have a voice. You have a computer. You have this. You have that. You can get out there in your community, do community work. You know, uh, instead of just sitting around waiting for the midterms, we can do a lot more than just of sitting around waiting for the midterms. We can use our voices. Of course, these assholes are not going to answer their phones. They're not going to look at their emails because they don't want to hear it because they're so in love with Donald Trump's feet. Damn shame. And as I've said, a lot of these guys and girls who are supposed to be representing parts of America they're representing Donald Trump themselves. It's not the Republican Party anymore. It's Trump's party. There are so many people out here who are so pissed off at the Republicans for giving in, uh, not being, not wanting to or unable to stand up against a corrupt asshole as Donald Trump is, a criminal, sexual pervert, liar, pathological liar. And, and a lot of things that Donald Trump is doing is 
simply diversion, deflection. This thing with Kim Jong-un, the summit, it was it's all a distraction away from the Russia investigation into the 2016 election. The meddling of Russians. This is asshole Donald Trump in our White House. Donald Trump think it, thinks that White House belongs to him. It doesn't. He can't buy it. You probably don't even have enough money to buy a pair of shoes. Yeah, that's another thing. Donald Trump may be broke. I mean, if you were a billionaire, would you want to show people that you are a billionaire? Obviously, there's a lot of other things on Donald Trump's tax return that we're going to find out, money laundering. And I'm pretty sure that Robert Mueller has Donald Trump's tax returns, and he knows it. He knows it. That's why Donald Trump is trying to distract you from thinking about the the investigation. But as I've said before, it's no longer distraction. What Donald Trump does, it just piles up one after another. It piles up on top of each other. And I want to let folks know that I'm doing a book on Donald Trump. I'm uh, well, it will not be my first political book, but it will be my first full political. I am writing about it. I'm, I, I mean, who? I mean, if you're a writer, there is really nothing else you can write about but what's going on in America. Nothing else holds water. This is your country. They're tearing it apart. As I've said before, there are 327 million Americans in the United States. Why are we letting a few hundred Republicans destroy everything? There's 327 million Americans in the United States. We could rip Donald Trump a new asshole if we just get the courage to do so, if we had the leadership that we should be having right now. Rip him a new asshole. Because basically, Donald Trump is a coward. He's a coward. We all know he's a coward. You're not going to ever find him without his bodyguards. He's scared shitless. His family is somewhere hiding, I'm pretty sure. And probably in some gated community with locks and gates and everything. Because he's put their lives in jeopardy. He's put his own life in jeopardy. He's put their lives in jeopardy because he's such a rotten, low-down asshole. Separating. It, it is just so appalling. Taking children from their parents at the border. Separating them. We don't do that. America doesn't do that. But Trump does it. The Trump regime does it. Jeff Sessions does it. These people are despicable. Despicable. And I don't see how Americans can sit back and let this asshole get away with it. Donald Trump loves power. That's why he hasn't resigned, even though he knows he should. He has because he wants power. He wants to continue to fuck over the United States. He wants to continue to line his pockets and line the pockets of his friends. 
America has to speak up, speak out, be seen, be heard. There's all kinds of ways of getting your voice out there. And stay up, stay strong, and vote. Vote blue. Get these scoundrels out of the White House. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Make sure you go to uh, Amazon and check out my writings, okay? I mean, I'm a writer, too. I mean, uh, I do my thing, too. I write because it's fun. And uh, I don't write about ghosts, but sometimes <laughs> but I probably write about something that's a lot worse. Um, uh, I, I've been called a prolific writer, you know, only... It basically, it means that you write a hell of a lot. Uh, and uh, I do. I do because I love it and I have the time to do it, so I do it, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm on Amazon, Amazon.com. And uh, um, just text bar up there and just George Wilder Jr. And woo, voila, there it is. Okay, Don, I want to thank my guest, Don Allison, on the George Wilder Jr. Show, talking about ghosts. Woo-hoo! Um, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I, I actually really did uh, do, have that uh, moment where I was, I don't know if it was a dream or if I had died or whatever, but I was soon floating over my own body, my own self. And I was looking down. This was like decades ago, but it did happen. And uh, I got up. To, I got up and I went outside. I guess, <laughs> with my friends. You know what happened, Joe? I I didn't say anything because I didn't want people to think I was nuts. But anytime people come on my show and talk about ghosts or or something, I let them. I mean, hey, wow, it's a variety show, so why not? You know, it doesn't mean that I'm I'm going to. Um, believe in it or you have to believe in it but it gives you a choice some people i remember uh, a year or so ago i had a lady on the show i thought she was totally totally nuts i thought she was just uh, i thought she was just totally insane but i let her on the show and i let her speak even though i didn't agree with anything i think she probably thought she was kind of crazy but I let her talk, and she was nice. She was sweet, and and she was. She even said, I can't think of her name. She even said that some people thought she was crazy and nuts. And I told her, I, I, I told her that I see why they. But I was very nice to her. I let her do her little spill. I let her do her whatever she had to do. Say what she had to do. Promote her book, and then she was gone. <laughs> But it was fun. It was it was really fun, and uh, she even said she had a great time, and that, and that's great. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm, I'm gonna do something about my books. Friends and fans, this is George Wilder Jr. of the George Wilder Jr. Show. <laughs> I want you to enjoy my fictional writings located on Amazon and elsewhere. Uh, the website is www.amazon.com slash author slash gwilder or, or go to the Amazon website and type my name in the text bar above to either order or download a book, a story, 
essays, novels, novelettes, whatever you want to do. And I want to thank you very much for that. And as always, good reading. This is George Wilder Jr. And keep listening. There's always more to come. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. The Trump administration is so hard up to find new staffers and to fill some of the many vacant positions that they have in the White House that they have actually stopped asking applicants for professional references so that they could check up and see if this person is actually on the level. In addition to that, the 63 uh, uh, question questionnaire that the White House used for potential staffers has actually been cut in half. Now they're only asking potential applicants about 30 questions before they consider whether or not to bring them in for a job interview and hire them for, again, one of the very many vacant positions in this administration. But the professional references thing is what actually scares me. All right, I had a text message the other day from my nephew. He's applying for a job at a uh, newly constructed Dairy Queen. Okay, Dairy Queen. The text asked if he could use me as a reference. And I said, yeah, absolutely. I'd be more than happy to do that for you. So I point that out to make this point. Dairy Queen has stricter hiring guidelines than the Trump administration. Like you've got to have people willing to vouch that you're perfectly capable of putting ice cream into a cup but you don't have to have anybody say that you're good to go to work in the Trump White House. That's how chaotic and borderline psychotic this White House has gotten. I mean, these are people who are going to be quite literally carrying folders filled with top secret information. Shouldn't we know why they left their last job? Shouldn't we know what their previous employers have to say about their work ethic and their trustworthiness? I think that's actually pretty important because if it's good enough for Dairy Queen, then I think it's good enough for the Trump administration and the office of the presidency itself. We need to know what is going on with these people's histories because if we don't know, we might end up with more people working in the White House like a guy like Jared Kushner, a guy who can't even fill out his own security clearance forms properly and just had to resubmit yet another form for the 40th time because he keeps lying on it. So yeah, I think we need to check professional references when somebody's applying for a job in the White House, if for no other reason than to avoid having more idiots there like Jared Kushner. on Black Talk Radio. All right, this is Black Talk Radio, and we're talking about Trump. And it's not good, folks. It's not good. Some people are saying that Trump has gone rogue. He befriends dictators, attacks allies refuses to implement Congress sanctions. As we know it, as I've just got through saying, they cannot control him or they don't want to control him. 
kick his ass out. He's unfit. He's unhinged. He's stupid. He's crazy. He's dumb. He's illiterate. Kick his ass out. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's mean, nasty, vile. (laughs) Vile. And, you know, he just needs to go. I mean, he's doing so much shit uh, leading up to the midterms that we may not even have. They may outlaw voting before we get there. There, because you, I know you heard of Ohio. Ohio, uh, the Supreme Court has allowed voter purging, keeping people off the rolls to vote. It's a suppression of vote. And Mike Pence, I think he went to uh, Ohio because he loved it. He had to go there to thank the people who uh, was throwing people off the voting rolls. Remember, that's the only way the Republicans can win is to cheat. They don't want you to vote. And they want you to stay stupid. They want you to stay ignorant. They want you to stay illiterate. They want you to stay depressed and down and feeling bad about the whole thing. Because they know if, you, if you're feeling depressed and feeling bad about everything, they know that, they know that you will not get out there and vote. And I've said this a million times. If you don't vote, that's a vote for a Republican. It is. If you don't use your vote, the Republicans are going to use it. So you might as well vote to keep the Republicans from getting it. Because that's how they get in office. That's how they win. They lie, cheat, and then, and then they cheat some more. Hate lies have no homes here on the George Wilder Jr. Show. Don't quit when others doubt you. Don't quit when they turn on you. Do not quit when they lie and spread falsehoods about you. Don't quit when they say you can't do it. Don't quit when they work hard to bring you down. Stay up. Stay positive. Stay motivated. And get pissed off and do the best that you can do all the time and everywhere. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. We're going to take a little musical break and we'll be right back.
post, Donald Trump has actually been asking his advisors and his legal team about his pardoning powers regarding himself, his family, and members of his staff. Now, according to the source uh, from the Washington Post, this doesn't mean... Last week, a poll was released showing that the United States has lost its global standing amongst other countries uh, to levels even lower than they were during the George W. Bush administration. Now, since that one poll came out, several other global polls have been released confirming that yes, around the globe, the United States image has fallen to about 30% approval rating and trust rating amongst uh, about 134 other countries around the globe. And there is a reason why people no longer trust us or respect us or look to us as leaders. And that reason, according to these polls, is because of Donald Trump. The reason America's image abroad has fallen is because of Donald Trump. His words, his words against uh, other foreign leaders, mayors in in places like London, and uh, uh, his actions across the globe, his murdering of civilians uh, with, with attacks overseas. That's why people don't like us. And this particular uh, uh, story that came out on the Washington Post talking about all these polls actually hits on a very good point. During the George W. Bush administration, when the global image of the United States began to fall, it sparked violence against Americans overseas, especially in areas that we had invaded and started unwinnable wars. The hatred against the United States is what sparked the resurgence of Al-Qaeda that later on evolved and became Islamic State that we're currently fighting God knows where throughout the world. As long as Donald Trump is in office and as long as people across the globe continue to start hating the United States, it's only going to further violence against American citizens and American troops all over the planet. That's what this does. We've seen it in the past. We saw it during the Bush years and we're beginning to see it now. That is why this is important. Donald Trump and his America first policies may look good on paper. Hell, it's a great campaign talking point to idiotic supporters who don't know any better. But in the real world, where there's not just one country, where you have to be a global partner with everyone else to get things done, America first doesn't work. It is a very selfish and greedy and insular way of thinking, but that is what Donald Trump and his Republican supporters are. They don't give a damn about anybody else. They don't give a damn about the future. They just care about the right here, right now. What can I get out of this? And that's not any way to run a country. And we're seeing it now. We need our allies. We need them for trade, for support. If we have to go and do a war. We need them in case we need help financially. But Donald Trump is destroying that and it's getting worse every single month. And the worst part is his idiotic supporters don't seem to be able to understand that the United States cannot go alone in this world. We need the support Mm -hmm. of everyone else. We need people to look up to us. Because of Donald Trump, they no longer do. If you're thinking about subscribing sure to our you channel, I strongly that right. they encourage don't. you to do they that. Really don't. But if you're not, they really don't. All right, bye.
bullshit department a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman because I got to tell you the truth folks I got to tell you the truth when it comes to bullshit big time major league bullshit you have to stand in awe in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims religion no contest no contest religion Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day. And the invisible man has a special list of ten things he does not want you to do. And if you do any of these ten things, he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time. But he loves you. <laughs> he loves you. He loves you and he needs money. He always needs money. He's all-powerful, all-perfect, all-knowing, and all-wise. Somehow, just can't handle money. Religion takes in billions of dollars, they pay no taxes, and they always need a little more. Now, you talk about a good bullshit story. Holy shit. Thank you very much. But I want you to know, I want you to know something. This is sincere. I want you to know, when it comes to believing in God, I really tried. I really, really tried. I tried to believe that there is a God who created each of us in his own image and likeness, loves us very much, and keeps a close eye on things. I really tried to believe that, but I got to tell you, the longer you live, the more you look around, the more you realize something is fucked up. Something is wrong here. War, disease, death, destruction, hunger, filth, poverty, torture, crime, corruption, and the ice capades. <laughs> Something is definitely wrong. This is not 
good work. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Results like these do not belong on the resume of a supreme being. This is the kind of shit you'd expect from an office temp with a bad attitude. And just between you and me, in between you and me, in any decently run universe, this guy would have been out on his all-powerful ass a long time ago. And by the way, I say this guy because I firmly believe, looking at these results, that if there is a God, it has to be a man. No woman could or would ever fuck things up like this. So, so, if, if, if there is a God, if there is, I think most reasonable people might agree that he's at least incompetent and maybe, just maybe, doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit, which I admire in a person and which would explain a lot of these bad results. So rather than be just another mindless religious robot, mindlessly and, and aimlessly and blindly believing that all of this is in the hands of some spooky incompetent father figure who doesn't give a shit, I decided to look around for something else to worship. Something I could really count on. And immediately, I thought of the sun. Happened like that. Overnight, I became a sun worshiper. Well, not overnight, you can't see the sun at night. But first thing the next morning, I became a sun worshiper. Several reasons. First of all, I can see the sun, okay? <laughs> yeah. Unlike some other gods I could mention, I can actually see the sun. I'm big on that. If I can see something, I don't know, kind of helps the credibility along, you know? So every day I can see the sun as it gives me everything I need. Heat, light, food, flowers in the park, reflections on the lake, and occasional skin cancer. But hey, <laughs> at least there are no crucifixions and we're not setting people on fire simply because they don't agree with us. Sun worship is fairly simple. There's no mystery, no miracles, no pageantry, no one asks for money, there are no songs to learn, and we don't have a special building where we all gather once a week to compare clothing. And the best thing, the best thing about the sun, it never tells me I'm unworthy. It doesn't tell me I'm a bad person who needs to be saved. Hadn't said an unkind word. Treats me fine. All right, President Trump has solidified his grip on the Republican Party, forcing GOP lawmakers to think twice about challenging him in public for fear it might come back to hurt them politically. That's garbage. That is totally garbage. They're already hurt politically. They're not doing their jobs. They're not representing the people who put their asses in office. They're already hurt politically. Uh, they're saying this because Representative Mark Sanders' primary is the latest reminder to Republicans that the, that the Republicans are the president's popularity with the GOP base. Bullshit. Garbage. Now, this kind of mess is designed to get voters down. This kind of mess, well, Trump's got a hold on the Republican Party. Yeah, he, on those idiots, they're idiots, they're dummies because they're kissing his ass. He's got a hold on them, but he doesn't have a hold on you or me or the Democratic Party. And we are the majority. We will vote their asses out. So if you read this stuff, make sure you don't read anything to, into it because Trump has gotten a hold on shit. He got a hold on his ass kisses. That's what he, he's got a hold on. That's who they're afraid to stand up to him. They're afraid to talk to him. They're afraid to look at They're afraid to impeach his ass. 
And that and that's what I don't understand. The Republicans have the power to throw his ass out of office, kick him to the side, but yet they are afraid of him. They're scared shitless of him, that he's going to ruin their political career. Give me a break. Their careers are already ruined. And Trump taints anything he touches. So I'm just hoping my uh, Democratic Democratic friends and independent friends out there and progressives, liberals, don't buy into this bullshit. This is strictly for the Republican ears, not those who are part of the blue wave. This is just for them. This is their primary. This is their problem. They want to kiss Donald Trump's ass and like it and be afraid of him Let and be afraid of him. Let them. Okay. All right. We're just about off the air here, folks. We're going to, uh, <laughs> I could take it longer, but you know, um, we're going to get outside and we're going to get some of this air and enjoy some of this day, folks. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, make sure you enjoy your day. Make sure you enjoy the evening, uh, the weekend, whichever one comes first. Enjoy the summer. Enjoy where you are. I hope everybody in the world is doing fine and okay. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. To, am I talking too fast? <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the George Wilder Jr. Show. I hope you guys join me tomorrow. It is always fun. We have a great guest tomorrow on the show. So you tune in for that. And make sure if you like the show, podcast it. If, take the link. If you want to take the link to the show, take the link to the show and put it on your website or whatever. And uh, have your friends enjoying enjoy the George Wilder Jr. show just like you do. All right. We're just about off the air, folks. We will be right back in a second. Great. Heaven help the child who never had a home. Heaven help the girl who walks the streets alone. Heaven help the roses if the bombs begin to fall. Heaven help the black man if he struggles one more day. Heaven help the white man if he turns back away. Heaven help the man who kicks the man who has a cross.
They are scared of nothing. They are afraid of nothing. They are totally everybody and uh stay up stay positive stay alert you know vote blue thanks for listening to the george wilder jr show make sure you tune in tomorrow we will be back again with some great stuff have a great evening have a great weekend have a great day whichever one comes first in your part of the world bye-bye everybody